Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to another ramble of positivity. Guys, it was, as a matter of fact, just a, a few days ago, I had a Facebook group. Uh, I had a Facebook page, right? It's called uh, Fun English with Teacher Buck. I created this page back in 2014. And when I created this page, man, I didn't know what I was doing. I was very young and everything, but you know, it's so hard to put into words what I experienced with some of these young, uh, these younger individuals, man. So I was actually scrolling through those photos that I completely did not even know I had on that page. And I went on there with my phone and there I was teary eyed, you know, boy, having the opportunity, man. I remember I met this African teacher before all of them kicked off. I remember I met this African teacher. I forgot his name, but he's from Cameroon. And I met him at like this big football competition. It's between the teachers at some of the technical colleges and schools, right? So we had become friends and he said, hey, Arsidio. Hey, so I got this big project coming up in April. I'm not going to be able to make it. I got to go to Bangkok to pick up my wife. She's coming from Cameroon. Can you do it? I said, sure. He said, okay, they'll pay you this. I said, okay, down, game. So... I ended up, you know, getting picked up from this place called Saitai in Nakhonsi. It was the only, it was the biggest and like the the hippest place to be. It was like the cool hangout spot of Nakhonsi Tamarat. That's how small that place was. And so this lady picked me up and they had their doubts, of course. Ma'am, I still talk to her to this day. And it's crazy because, oh man, I, I won't speed ahead or anything, but she took me to this English camp. And next thing you know, I introduced myself and I was going all crazy and the students ended up loving me. It was about 80 to 80, 80 to 90 of those students at that specific camp. And I remember there was one girl's name, uh, one girl by the name of Kai Mook. I can't remember how old she was. She had to be between 12 and 14. She still follows me both on Instagram and on Facebook right now. She is a university student. And she's just grown. I mean, wow. But, damn, I wish I still had that video. I know it's somewhere in the archive, somewhere on my Facebook page. This is why Facebook is the greatest, because it holds all those memories. And I remember one of the songs that they were singing, boy. I don't know what it was, but you could hear the melody and everything to it. And I remember taking the video was just remarkable man it was just just a remarkable night a remarkable evening and that was the beginning of so many different projects you know there was a guy uh one of the deans of the college that i was working at he said arsenio i said yeah he's like hey there's a school called wakanaram i think that was the name of the school i said oh yeah he said yeah man i would love for you to teach there during your off time i said okay so I started teaching there. Of course, they were paying me with meals and a little bit of money, whatever money they had. And, you know, that was the first time I started holding, like, English camps and teaching a little bit over there. It's probably, like, four times, but met some wonderful students there. It was only a school of 80 students. And then there, there was another st- uh, school by the name of Wat Prat Pang. Wat Prat Pang. And this school, those children captured my heart forever. You know, they didn't have much money, but the main lady, we're talking like the CEO, the dean, whatever you want to call her, of the school. She was the one that would cut me money. And, you know, first it was like, I don't know. It, oh, So what had happened 
Uh, guys, you want to hear this story? This is a re- the, probably one of the most insane chain reactions I've ever experienced in my life. What was it? I can't remember. But apparently a lady had gone to this place that uh, that I would normally eat at across, right? Across the street from where I was. And so I went there. And next thing you know, she talked to one of the women there. I didn't know her. But then I ended up meeting her through line. And then I went to her home and started teaching her. And so she was running, a, what's really funny, uh, an illegal gambling business, which is really, really funny. Uh, but, you know, I'm teaching her, and she's cooking me food, and it, it was just, it was really nice. You know, it was a few times that I had taught her. But then the guy that would put in bets with her, it was a teacher from the school, Waprapeng. And then she contacted me. She said, hey, there's a teacher that wants to, that wants to talk to you about an extra class you could do. I said, okay, sure. So then one night I came home on my motorbike, I parked, and I remember seeing this tall, cute girl. And I was like, oh, sure, who is that? And she was just walking out, but then she stopped with her father, and I came back, and I was walking towards the entrance. She said, excuse me, are you Arsenio? I said, yeah. She's like, oh, I'm da-da-da-da-da. I said, oh, wow. So we sat down, and we started talking, and she was the daughter of, of course, obviously the father, and, you know, she was just a gorgeous soul. Oh, she was just beautiful. What was I? I was like 25, 26. She's about 20, 21, I think. But again, with all the women, unfortunately, who I liked out there in good old Nakonsi Tamanat, none of them liked me, liked me back. It was, just, it was a goddamn shame. But nonetheless, I ended up teaching at this school. And it was Wat Prapeng, not too far from Wat Kanaram. Okay, Wat means temple, if you guys don't know. So this school is near a temple by the name of Wat Prapeng. So if you go to the school, and then you go probably 100, 200, 300 meters up the road, you will find the little small temple there. So that's why they call it by the name of the temple. It's the area. So when I first went there, man, again, it was a school probably of only about 50 to 60 students. I remember Peach. I remember Carrot. I remember Bam Bam. I remember Moss. Moss was like the craziest, most combative one, but he was a really funny character with high energy beyond this planet. I remember a lot of these students' names. And I saw that photo, and I saw that day that we played dodgeball the last time I was there. And throughout that process, you know, they they gave me the little money that they could. I can't remember how many hours I taught there. I just used a website called ESL Kids Stuff at the time, eslkidsstuff.com. Now, of course, I mean, with the resources I have now, I look back and say, man, I could have done a hell of a lot better. But it's all good. You live and you learn from these experiences, right? So after that, I ended up going to um, teaching these kids. Uh, First, you know, teach them about, about fruits and the vegetables. And I sent all the lessons to this lady by the name of Marina. She's Thai, uh, Muslim. And I'm saying that because, you know, when I first met her, I had that really nasty American mindset in me. But after I met her, I realized that, you know, religion means nothing. And, you know, I broke away all that garbage trash shit that the American media fed me, you know, uh, since I was a kid because of September 11th all the way up until 2014 when I met her that day. Her, along with all these other women, they were unbelievably helpful. Not to, not to mention, but there is still a teacher at that school that's still on my Facebook, and she still likes my posts. And again, her English has always been the same. She doesn't speak much English at all, but it would be great to go back there and see them. Although I did go back there, and a lot of the students weren't there anymore, and everything was just awkward. 
Uh, you know, I was trying to say hello or, you know, talk to them and do this, do that. And they just didn't understand whatsoever. I uh, went there a year later to go see how everyone was doing. And a lot of them ended up moving away because parents and all that other stuff. So not unfortunate, but again, it's just circumstances way out of their control. And I just really, really hope that everyone's okay. Uh, because those, those, those babies, they, those were my kids. They were everything to me, you know? And so I still remember on that last day playing dodgeball, dodgeball, man, that was the shit, you know? And I got the pictures and you guys can actually see the picture and a couple of other things. I'm going to try to download all those photos and put them somewhere archived. I don't know. Um, but Playing dodgeball, and I remember that last day I was there with him. And you know what's crazy? Because on that same day, I got into a big argument. It was towards the end of September of 2014, which is going to loophole back into the next podcast that you guys are going to hear next. And this one's going to be a tough one because you're going to hear the most difficult month of my life. And so, in saying that, with this ramble of positivity... You know, that was the moment where I went up to this lady named Yupin and I was like, oh, I could, I kept jumping left, right, left, right, left, right in terms of, you know, work permit, staying here. And I was, you know, what's crazy, man. We got in a big argument and it was because I was really, you, you know, I couldn't make up my mind because I was like, man, do I stay here? And then I couldn't find a job and I was like, dude, I should just stay here. So I went back up to her and I was like, hey, you know, can I stay here? She's like, oh, she got very angry. And she's like, you keep saying, no, we're going to have a meeting and you're going to tell the teachers why you want to stay here. I was like, whoa, 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 you know what? No, forget it. I'm out. And that was the end. That was the last time I ever saw that lady. Do I? And you know what's crazy? I got on that motorbike and I finished off that last class at Wat Prapang with those students playing dodgeball. As you can see me high fiving two of them in the photo if you guys could see it if not you guys could go to my instagram the arsenio buck show and boy that was man going from a heated exchange and knowing that i no longer have a job to to finishing it off a project you could imagine that emotional roller coaster you know that later on that night you know i had a crazy night out with my boy the guy the cameroonian that gave me the job like what five months prior and I had like probably about 33% Hennessy left. We're over here drinking outside and doing this. And then we ended up going to a couple of places. It was a great time because it was the last time I was going to hang out in that province. And so, of course, all of that and, and saying all of that, you know, I still remember that last day getting my check, doing this. And then, you know, that lady dropping me off at the minivan station and me going to, uh, oh, my God, where did I go? I completely forgot. I think I stayed overnight in Hot Yai, uh, and then from there, I flew, what is it, I drove in by minivan all the way to, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I stayed in Hot Yai, which is the biggest southern uh, biggest southern city in the south of Thailand. And then that next day, I hurry up and took a minivan at uh, 10 a.m. That goes cross borders. Uh, I got everything stamped. I went straight into Malaysia, and I stayed there for one night before flying back to Bangkok to begin my next podcast, which is the most difficult month of my life. But I just wanted to be grateful. Those kids, seeing those smiles, seeing those, you lo- like you can't put money, you can't put a price tag on any of that. Like with the success, with the podcast, with the blog, you know, big shout out to everyone on my blog. Finally hit the 3,000 uh, view mark and the 2,500 plus visitor mark for the first time on my website, History. Uh, trying to make everything very, very clickable and a couple of other things. But, um, you know, in saying that, 
I just, whoa. Those moments are the moments I'll cherish forever. Those are some of the best moments of my life, man. And I'm just so unbelievably grateful for them. I just couldn't be grateful enough. (sighs) When I was looking at those photos, man, I started tearing up. I said, oh, man, come on. Not now. You know, I'm over here trying to... You know, sustain myself from having a panic attack because all the craziness that's going on. So I'm blocking myself, of course, in the news for the next week and whatnot. But, um, like I've been saying for such a long time, but to just focus on the beautiful and the good. Boy, it feels like I've lived such an amazing life. 2014. God. Those are some of the most beautiful moments. But then follow some of the most difficult character building moments. Not Not only moments, but month of my life so guys stay tuned for that podcast that's coming up next this is the ramble of positivity as always i'm your host over and out